Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter or Instagram, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Uh, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to write a fucking bad review that's like you're talking to me. Somebody wrote a review recently that was like, oh, you t- interrupt everyone and you do this and you and they're like, it's like they're talking to me. It's like, if you want to talk to me or tell me or give me a critique or have a conversation with me, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. A review is such a one-sided conversation. I feel like if you really have some tips for me and you want to talk to me about the way I interview people, I think you should send me an email there. But if you want to be on the show, I'm always looking for callers. Uh, send me an email at that same one. Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. Today I have on a great, uh, this is just a great episode. I talked to a, a woman named Paisley Brown. She's got such an interesting backstory. We didn't even get that into it because she had such an interesting issue that we go into. But Paisley Brown is a sex worker who, an online sex worker. She does uh, phone sex as well as webcamming. She gives all her information where she does that. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to put it in the description. Um, All of her information, how to contact her is via Twitter. Like she told me that if somebody listens to this episode and wants to contact her, if you say that you heard her episode and reference the podcast, Strictly Anonymous podcast, she will send you some sexy photos. So that's uh, that's good to know. But anyway, you're going to really want to contact her after you hear this. This is her issue is that she's married. She has an open relationship with her husband, but she still finds the need to fuck guys behind his back that he doesn't know about. And she's like addicted to fucking guys behind her back. And the guys she fucks behind his back, you will not even believe. Like it's it's just the worst case of cheating I've heard yet from a woman. It's fascinating. <laughs> but when you hear the backstory, you're gonna like, there, you're going to understand sort of why she's doing it um, because her husband cheated on her in the past. And we talk about that and we talk about how they uh, how that affected her, why she's doing what she's doing. I mean, I give her a lot of advice uh, because I think she needs a little help with it. <laughs> we also talk about their open relationship and uh, how that came to be how she got into the webcamming, what goes down in there as well. But mostly we talk about, like I said, this issue with her having to fuck people behind her husband's back. She's cheating on him massively uh, with everybody. And uh, we get into it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Paisley Brown. You're going to enjoy You're gonna enjoy it. 
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Um, hey, Paisley Brown. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. You're like my favorite guest already, and I haven't even started speaking with you because there's so many things in your email. I mean, you're calling me because you have a problem, and like the subject of your email was re- open relationship issues, right? And that's a whole right. thing that we're going to get to. But like you started off your email, like I'm an online sex worker. I do webcamming as well as phone sex, right? You're a phone sex operator, which to me is yes, like ma'am. fascinating. I've never had somebody on uh, who does that. And I have like a million questions about all of that as well. I'm assuming since you have an open relationship with your husband, you've been with your husband for 15 years. You guys have an open relationship for the last five. I'm assuming since you guys are open that he knows about the whole webcam thing, right? And everything. It's not like a secret that you do on the side. I mean, this is something that you do that he knows about. Correct. I'm a stay at home mom of six. Six? Um, Yes. When do you have the time? I have one and I have no, not enough hours in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Some days I don't have time. Right, but, right, right. Um, Yeah. So my whole family knows what I do. That's it's awesome. very open. Mm-hmm. We're very open about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband loves what I do. He joins me sometimes. We have so much fun with it. Now, how did this start? Like, I mean, is this something like that you guys have been, like, how long have you been doing it for? Well, I've been doing the sex work for a year. Just for a year? That just started? Yes. And how did it come about? Like, were you and your husband just talking? You're like, oh, that would be hot and we can make some extra cash. Like, how did it come about that that was on the table? You said, like you said, we're married for 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, For 10 of that, we were monogamous and completely faithful. Um, I was bored so bored with our sex. Our marriage was amazing, uh-huh. except for the sex. Right. And it got so bad that anything I was trying to get him to do, to spice things up, just nothing was working. So finally, I told him that I wanted a divorce over it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, it was that bad for me. Right. Um, and then I said to him, can we open the relationship up and try it that way? Well, Come to find out, he had just cheated on me. Oh, my God. You're kidding. Did he, like, fess up right then and there on that conversation? Yes. As I'm trying to tell him that I want a divorce or I want to get things opened up, he's Mm -hmm. like, I just cheated on you last week. (laughs) And I lost my shit, to tell you the truth. Like, completely lost my mind. You did. But, oh, yeah. Uh I was livid. Yeah. Um. Here I had been trying to get him to be more sexually active with me, and here he was fucking some other chick. Yeah. So we went ahead and tried opening it up, and we've been doing that for five years, and it's been amazing. I love it. I don't get jealous. He does sometimes. Um, so we've been doing the open thing. It's been has had its ups and downs, um, but 
I have a problem telling him yeah. every time. And I think, right. I think, I think part of it has to do with the fact that he had cheated on I me. I was just going to say. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like you put in your email, like, you know, I, we have an open relationship, but a part of me still likes to like fuck guys behind his back that he has no idea about. Right. Like, and you just, and you can't stop. And, but, and I didn't know the, the piece of the story where he had cheated on you back then. Right. right? So that could be connected. Right. Cause like I was, the minute you said like, oh, he cheated on me, I flipped out and then you went right to, so, and then we opened our relationship. Now there had to been like, after you freaked out, right? Like how long did it take before you got, like you work through your feelings and you guys decided to stay together a and then B do the open relationship because I would assume because you were like ready to get divorced anyway right or open it up now he throws in this thing like he totally like went behind your back and fuck somebody else right like and like you said you were freaked out so uh, did you were like ready to leave him for that or were you like how does that conversation go after that you freak out and how long does it take before you guys decide you're going to stay together and open it up because there had to have been a time where you had to deal with those feelings and there was like you guys not talking to each other right oh yeah there was i don't know probably a good six months right that i did not want to be around him yeah uh-huh. i mean I, I i had moments where it was fine to be around him, but there was most of the time I did not want to be around him. I did not want to look at him. I didn't want to have anything to do with him. Um, you were angry. And, oh, I was so angry. Right. And the divorce thing was still on the table. I was very adamant that if I couldn't get past these emotions, then I extra wanted a divorce. Um, and I slept with so many men in that six months. Oh, you did? And I would, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. And I would tell him about every single one. I would come home Sorry. and tell him about all the amazing sex I was having in such a mean and spiteful way. Like, yeah, that's fuck revenge you. fucking at its best. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Like, you fucked somebody behind my back. Let me just show you how many dicks I can get in six months. Like, I just want to show you <laughs> what you've created here. Yeah, it's hilarious, yes. right? And how was he <laughs> reacting to that? He was like a beat dog. With his tail tucked between his legs, mm-hmm. cowering in the corner, very pathetic, very worried that everything we had built for yeah. the last 10 years was about to come crashing down around him. And rightfully so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now what was his explanation for the f- affair? Like, what did he say? Was it someone that he worked with? Also, like, who would like what were the details of that? Was it someone he knew? Was it someone you knew? Was it just a one-time thing or was it an affair? It was somebody that we knew. It was not a full-on affair. Okay. My husband is very active in the music community. And Uh he had been singing that night and drinking. And a friend of ours was like taking him from bar to bar, getting him drunk. And then she takes him home. Oh and fucked him. She was your friend too? And yes. Oh. Yes. And he defended her the whole time. We were both drunk. She wasn't meaning anything by it. And I was like, no, she did mean something by it. She was taking you from bar to bar, buying you drinks. She knew exactly what she was doing. Don't give me this shit that she 
you guys were both drunk and it just happened. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys knew what you were doing. Come on. Right. What happened with that friend? She obviously found out that you found out, right? I mean, what happened with your friendship with her and what, how did you confront her? Oh, um, I told her that we needed to go have a drink and she was very nervous. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I had her meet me for a drink in the middle of the day while on her lunch break from work. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It was kind of like a power trip, I guess, that she would have to be taking time out of her work day to come meet with me. Right. And we had a drink, and I told her that I did not believe that it was an accident and that we are both very active in the music scene, and I'm going to have to see her on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And so... I did not want this to affect when we were out and about. Like, I still wanted to go up and give her a hug. Like, nobody needed to see us treat each other any differently than we had ever treated each other before. Except for the fact that, excuse me, that we would not be hanging out anymore. And that she was not to be hanging out with my husband anymore. Right. Like, even even if we were to, like, because at this point, I wasn't sure that I was going to stay with him. Yeah. But if I did... And even if we did open up the relationship, she was not to hang out with my husband anymore because she was a, a trifling little bitch for <laughs> oh fucking him before we opened it up. Like, what did she just, say? Wait, okay. what did she say when you confronted her and said, I don't think, you know, like, did she defend herself? Did she just say sorry? Like, what stance did she take? Oh, she was very much like, I didn't mean for this to happen. I don't know how it happened. And when I told her that I didn't believe her, she was just, I understand why you would feel that way, but all I can do is just tell you that I really didn't mean for this to happen. Um, she's very apologetic and that she's never done anything like this before, which I don't believe for a second. <laughs> I think that it was just the first time that somebody's <laughs> husband confessed to their wife and that the wife confronted her about it and she just didn't know what to do with that. Right. You don't know, though. It could it. Let me ask you this. What what was your what were your ages at this time? Like what age was she? What age are you and your husband at this time that this was all going down? This is like, what, five years ago? Right. How, how old were you guys? Yeah. Well, I'm thirty nine. Uh huh. So you guys so, were like 34, uh, 33, 34, 34. He was thirty five. Um, yeah. So it could have been her first time. It really could have. I mean, a lot of times people aren't professional cheaters. You know, stuff like that can literally just happen without it being planned. I'm not defending her or your husband. Right. But sometimes like shit happens and alcohol allows for those things to happen. But I do think that you know, what was going on in your relationship with your husband, right, had something to do with him furthering that night, right? Like in going into a situation that maybe, you know, he knew on some level was going to lead to trouble or naughtiness, right? But he didn't stop it, right? Because of probably the issues that you guys were having. And with her, it had to have been something too, unless she was like a blackout drinker, you know, I don't know. But with her, too, you know, there had to have been some part of her that eventually saw where this was going. Right. And she didn't stop it. And it could have been her first time. You don't you don't know that. Right. You just don't know. But it's still a terrible thing. Right. It's yes. 
this is true. I, but I'm still so angry at her that I have a very hard time of course. Um, giving her the benefit of the doubt on, on any level. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I was a blackout drinker, okay? And I would say most of the time it, in the beginning as a blackout drinker, I fucked a lot of guys that I didn't want to fuck. Like I would always like fuck my friends and stuff. Like I would just do crazy things and I was blacked out and had no idea, no interest, you know, whatever. But I never like <laughs> fucked somebody else's boy, like guy. But like I have to say that towards the end, right before I quit drinking, I did start to do things that I didn't want to do when I was drunk, right? And I was crossing lines that like my subconscious couldn't didn't stop me whereas normally when you're drunk no matter how drunk you are you don't really do things that you don't want to do right but and that's when I had to start that's why I quit because I was starting to have I didn't have that control even my blackouts whereas I did for a very long time right so you don't know what her story is and what her issues are right but I do think because like that part of you when you're saying like I was so angry at her I took her out the power trip everything but then I told her we're gonna just act like everything's fine I think like therein lies the problem for you as far as like like sort of working through something and getting to a place where you could be over it right instead of holding on and staying in that anger phase right because you just wanted it to be done and that was it right but maybe you still need to resolve your feelings about these you know uh, with her with him about the whole situation Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Right, maybe. Do you know what maybe I, mean? I need to have another. Uh, maybe I need to have another sit down with them and tell them how how horrible that was. And yeah, you don't yeah. listen. You're cheating now, okay? And I would think <laughs> that as a cheater now, because like you're cheating behind his back right now, right? Mm-hmm. So you oh, would yeah. think that as a cheater, you would be able to maybe reflect back at those two, right? And understand a little bit more maybe from their perspective or, right? Or else you'd be kind of like hypocritical. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And I think a part of you is work and I think a part of you is doing that to try to figure it out because it doesn't sit right with you. Do you know what I mean? And and right. that might be why you're doing it because you're trying to make sense of this situation. What? But it's not helping you, right? It's not making you see anything because I don't think that that's the right way to do it. But if, I I think that you have to go through every feeling in any kind of situation like that. It's kind of like death, you know those those uh, four things of grief, like whatever you know, like anger, denial, except what forgiveness, you know, all that stuff. You have to go through all of that to truly get over things. Now, listen, I have never been married for 10 years to somebody committed, had six fucking kids and had all that in the bag with somebody and then had them, uh, you know, do something like that. I mean, that's hardcore, right? So I don't, I, I could under, I can't totally understand what you're going through. For me to sit here and say, oh, I've been able to 
you know, get to the place where I could see any ex person of mine make out with people that they cheated on me with or all that stuff and be completely fine with it because I like went through the process of really getting over them by facing all of my feelings, you know, I mean, is it, is that going to be as easy for you as it was for me? No, because like I said, it's, I hadn't, it's like, these were guys I dated for two years. You know, you had a, you, this was like a marriage that you had for 10 years with all these kids. It's like way more devastating. I get that. But I do think that you didn't process any of this stuff and you have not gotten over. I think you stayed at the anger phase and that's it. You're still angry about it. Well, that makes sense. I, yes, I am still angry about it. Yeah, but Um, you shouldn't be. It's five years later. Do you know what I'm saying? Five fucking years later. I think you have to be more honest about this whole situation because, but I think that you're stuck. Like you won't get past that anger. And I think that you have to, because you have to come out on the other side where you could like understand it and accept it and forgive it. So you could move on because what you're doing now is just acting out I think to figure out and to get over that, right? On some level, but it's not, it's not working. You're still angry and you're, and you're doing to someone else what was done to you that made you so angry. It's probably not the right thing for you to be doing. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't be calling me up saying I have a relationship issue if you were totally fine with it. You know, I don't know if you listen to my podcast a lot, but like I always say, like people make up their own morals and stuff. Like I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong, right? I think we make that up for ourselves, right? I have some guys on here that fuck other women and they don't feel bad of it at all because they have it compartmentalized a certain way or that's how they believe that things go in their life. You know what I mean? But like when somebody is doing it and they feel like really bad about it or they think it's an issue. It's a sign that it's not probably something you should be doing, right? Especially because it happened to you and especially because you have an open relationship with your husband, right? But I think you're stuck back in that time period of like five years ago when you guys were at that place where you were going to like leave or not. And then listen, that's like a rug being pulled out from underneath you, like nobody's business, right? I'm sure you have like some PSTD from that, right? Because I'm assuming that you and your, because you said your relationship with your husband was amazing. Everything was amazing except for the sex. So it's like, this was like your best friend who you knew, like was suddenly someone like you had no idea who he was, right? Because would you had ever expected that he would have done that to you? No, not in a million freaking years. Right. So there's nothing more devastating than that, right? Did you ever see, did you guys ever see counseling or did you seek any counseling yourself on the side to talk to someone about it? No, um, for the most part, um, like I said, that six months, things were really hard. And then after that six months, things kind of started falling into place. We started doing the whole open relationship thing. And um, like I said earlier, I don't really get jealous. So I don't have a problem as long as he's telling me. And I don't, at this, I think maybe it's a defense mechanism. At this point, I don't even care if he fucks people and doesn't tell me. I, I'm just okay with it. Go do what you want to do. I'm doing what I want to do. He wants to know every little thing about when I go out and fuck people. And I find some pleasure in fucking guys that I'm not supposed to fuck. 
and keeping it from him. Yeah, because that's what he did to you and you're doing it back to him. You're punishing him. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess essentially. And I think there's a part of me that is like hoping he's going to catch me so that <laughs> he can feel the way I felt. And he right. hasn't caught me yet. He hasn't caught me. So <laughs> maybe I'm just waiting to get caught fucking somebody that I'm not supposed to fuck. Well, like, what's so crazy damn. is that... What's so crazy is that you said, like, you're not jealous at all, but he is, you know. So I wonder if, like, some part of him, because I always say, like, you know, most people aren't crazy suspicious in relationships with people that are not doing anything bad behind their back. I feel like there's always some sort of, like, little intuition that somebody is smelling something that's going on. They can't put their finger on it and they don't know, right? And it, they seem right. a little batty, but they're picking up on something. It's rare that you meet the person that has the crazy, you know, suspicious uh, spouse or partner and they're not doing something behind their back, right? Like how many times can I tell you a guy friend of mine came to me and was like, oh, my late girl is like, it's just psychotic. She thinks I'm cheating. It's like, well, you are cheating on her. Do you know what I mean? Like, but she doesn't know. So, but yeah, but on some level, she's fucking smelling it. It's, it's very rare that you get the nicest guy that's not doing anything and he's like, oh, my girl's so crazy. She's suspicious that I'm doing shit and I'm, and I'm the nicest guy. That rarely happens. And when it does, you're dealing with maybe someone who's schizophrenic or has a serious issue. But like most of the time, people are doing something and someone's picking up on it on some level, right? Because that's like I've seen that happen 99% of the time. You're, you're, guy, you're not jealous because your guy has probably really learned his lesson that time. Like you said, he was like a puppy dog for six months. You tortured him. Like he's probably afraid to ever do it. And now he has what he wants. So why would he cheat behind your back? You're doing it because you have this issue because of what happened before, right? And he's, he's a little jealous because I think on some level, he senses something is not right there. Doesn't that make probably. sense? It does make sense. And I think he's still worried that I'm going to still leave him. Like, that I'm going to still leave him because he cheated. Well, because he could ago. tell that you're... Yeah, but you act as if that's crazy for him to think. You're not over it. Why wouldn't he be worried? You're still fucking pissed about it. <laughs> I'd be worried, too. <laughs> like, you, you got to get if over I, it. If I was going to leave him, I would have left him five years ago. Why would I... But you're doing worse, but you're doing worse. Like you're, you're like you're, 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 you're punishing him tenfold for what he did. You know, you, you have to get to a place where you understand he's a human being. That girl is a human being and people do like fucked up things. You have to like get to a place where you could forgive him. Like for real, but in that only comes with you really seeing it and being honest about certain things with yourself. And I know that that's really hard to do, but it's, it's doable. It really is. And it's a matter of being really honest and clear. Like, listen, you know, for a fact that you are having terrible sex with your husband. Okay. You had everything else great in the, your relationship. He didn't have an affair. He went and had sex with somebody else. Can you blame him? Like you, you were the one saying, I want to get a divorce. Like, were you talking about getting a divorce anyway, before this happened? Yeah. Yeah. We were, well, he, he already knew that I was unhappy with the sex. And, and I you, had already mentioned it. I mean, not, not heavily, but I had mentioned it that 
if things didn't get better in the sex department that I was going to want a divorce. Right. So, you know, there's got, you got to understand that that's going to make him feel insecure. It's going to knock him down. And so maybe what, you know, that little fuck fest night that he had was like what you're doing, a little bit of what you're doing. He was trying to get maybe back a little control too. Do you understand? Because there's, there's nothing worse to a man than like a woman saying like, you, you, don't fuck me good enough. Like, that's basically what you're saying. Like, I'm not, you know, right. maybe he needed to prove to himself that he was, you know, doable. And like, it was, it was a, it was good for him. Like, you know, maybe he needed that. Like, and that's kind of like what you're doing. You know what I mean? There, ha- there was probably other things going on that you have to like, not take accountability. You didn't make him cheat. It was definitely the wrong thing, but you, you know, People in life and human beings aren't perfect and they make mistakes and they do crazy things. But, you know, but he told you, I give him a lot of fucking credit. He told you. Okay. And it, it, that's like the, like there's different degrees of cheating to me. Okay. What he Uh did is like the least awful kind of cheating because no there's there's less awful kinds of cheating like when someone's sick or they're menopause and they haven't fucked a guy for years and he goes and fucks with people like what do you expect right but you know just a drunken (laughs) one night stand is like if you're gonna be cheated on like that's that's like not as bad as like say he had a full-on emotional affair he was fucking a lot of women he was hiring escorts do you know what i'm saying and this is like you have to put you can't take it out of the whole story you gotta think about his perspective we already know yours okay and you've got him back tenfold okay you got him back (laughs) immediately after and you're continuing to get him back but like you have, and wait till you hear this back. It'll help you too. When you hear your story from a third person, it's it's a very interesting thing that you'll get from it. But you, you know, you have to s- pretend you're not in this story yourself, right? And listen to what he was going through and where he might be coming through. He might not be able to explain this to you because he's a guy and guys don't know why they do things sometimes. They're not attached to their feelings. I read the most amazing thing when I was younger because I used to be like, guys are like full of shit. Like I always used to accuse all my, like, but you're lying. Like, yeah, I know you did that because of that, you know? And I read this thing once and it was written by a man and he said that men aren't lying. They just don't know why they do things so much because what happens to men and women when they're younger, we all, we're all, you have six kids, you've got to have some boys. They come out with all the same emotions that women have, right? That your female children have, but like they lose attachment to it. They lose that connection. Like we know why we do something because we feel a certain way because we're allowed to talk about our emotions and we continue to talk about it with our friends and in school and everywhere. But what happens with men is they get shut down and they can't talk about their feelings. So they lose the connection. Whereas we, they still act on their feelings, but they really don't fucking know why they're not lying. Okay. And that was like the most eye opening thing I could ever hear about. Right. Like, because I always felt like guys were so full of shit on every level because it's always clear to us why they're doing shit. Right. But they don't know sometimes. Right. They really don't because they lose that connection, but they still react to their feelings and they still act on them, but they don't know why. So I don't think your husband will be able to put it in words, but I bet that on some level, you telling him 
that he was, you know, you were basically telling me him he's not a sexual person to you. He's not sexy. He's not hot. He's not good in bed. Like, I mean, that's hard for a guy to take, I think. And you were threatening to leave him. So everything that he had was on the fucking line. So he gets a little drunk. There's a naughty girl in front of him and they're drinking and they're drinking. And, you know, he might have like he might have done that to prove to himself that he still was attractive. Do you know what I mean? There had to have been something like that in him. It wasn't like everything was great and he went and cheated on you. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Right. Now that makes complete sense. Yeah. It really does. Right. So does that make a guy that you've been with for 10 years and all those other qualities that you have that you like and all those things he brings to the table, does that overpower all of those? No, that's a small part of a, a person. You know, I just don't think you can define him or your relationship for that little, that one night that he did. Listen, there's other people that have cheating. Like I said, if he was having an affair and he was doing all these things behind your back and there was phone calls and there was stuff on the computer, like that's a whole different story, but that's not this story. This is one night and it's not fair. I don't think if you're going to stay in the relationship, like I don't think it's fair to judge people for one thing. I think you have to look at the whole, right? Tell me the good things right. about your husband. You said everything else about your relationship with your husband was good. Is he a good father? Oh, he's an amazing father. And it's, he's good around the house. Like, I, you know, I have so many friends that their husbands are lazy and worthless around the house. And <laughs> right. He's so helpful around the house. And he's very sympathetic to the fact that running a household with six children is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And so he doesn't come home from work and just expect to kick up his feet like a lot of men with a stay-at-home wife would. He comes home ready to hit the ground running to help around the house. And we we crack up. We have so much fun being silly and laughing together. And he, he really is my best friend. I is he an honest person? Him. Yeah, he's honest. Is he loyal? I, and well, yeah, he's loyal, except for that one time. Right, but so and, how? But how can you take away ten years of loyalty? And let's add on the 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 five. Like, how could that take over? Like all of that? It doesn't. It it do, it doesn't take away all that stuff. You have to remember that he's more loyal than he's not. He's ninety nine percent loyal, one percent not. And now you're eighty percent loyal, twenty percent not. I know. So, you know, know but you know what? And you're a human being, too. So we could like and I could like we could say if he was calling me and he's like, oh, I cheated on my wife. We had a one time affair. And then we had an open relationship. And he told me, you know, I'm on the phone with him, not you. Right. And like and then she I she wound up admitting to me that she was like fucking millions of guys. I'd be like, 
well, was she still angry? Like maybe she was still angry and she was like revenge fucking them. It doesn't mean she doesn't love you. It's like almost like it's it's because she loves you. She's, you know what I mean? That's what I would say to him about you. So you're just two right. human beings that acted like human beings. Human beings are not fucking perfect. I'm sorry. And if you're going to be with someone for 10 or 20 years, they're going to fuck up in some ways. Yes. Well, I... On some level, I feel like I've gotten addicted to the thrill. Of course. Of being you probably have. Like, so maybe I'm not as angry as you think I am. Like, I am still angry. But the reason that I continue doing it is because at one point, it became so much fun. The adrenaline. The, <laughs> right. The, I don't know, the getting away with it. I've gotten away with it so many times. Okay, but can and, I just bring this back to him again? Don't you think there sure. was a little bit of that on that night for him too? Oh, probably. Yeah, cheating probably. sex, unfortunately, is hot. Some For some reason, it's terrible, right? It's like... It is terrible. Yes, it's Why? terrible. Why but, do we enjoy that so much? I don't and know. My, the, the sex with my husband now is fucking incredible. He fucks me so hard and so good knowing that I'm out there fucking other men. Uh-huh. It has increased it has increased his desire. It has increased his longevity. Uh-huh. He fucks me like he does not want me to leave him. And it is the sexiest thing ever. And I don't ever want that to stop. No. I think, though, that if you... Like, there was once in my life where I had by accident okay figured out my ex-boyfriend's password to his email account okay this i'm really confessing on this podcast but like i it was like i was like at a party and i was showing someone i'm like everybody's dog is that like everyone's pet is their password right and i was like look i'm gonna show you and i went into my and i'm like i put in his dog's name and i was in to his his fucking email right and i started oh reading okay and i didn't stop for months and let me tell you the shit that i found out he had already moved on he was in love with someone else he liked her 10 times more than me i was like the worst you know he couldn't have been happier without me it was it was devastating what i found out okay and it was terrible and i couldn't fucking stop and then one day i don't remember what it was but i feel like this could happen to you one day it dawned on me how wrong it was what I was doing. And for some reason, I didn't see it, didn't feel it for the longest time. And then one day, it, and then, and I felt so guilty and horrible, like I needed to take a million showers to, to get over it and get past and forgive myself, right? And I never said anything and I eventually got over it, but I never did it again. Um, but it just happened out of nowhere. Like I just finally saw the truth of the situation and how wrong, like I said, what I was doing, but I didn't see that for a long time. I was addicted to going in. I needed to know. I loved it. Like it was like, right? So I do think though, because you have such a good relationship with your husband and you do really love him and everything is really good that you need to have, you could have that kind of moment where you really realize what you're doing is really wrong and could be really hurtful for him. And I think if you could really face that, it could be over in a second and you wouldn't do it anymore. Do you know what I mean? It c- it, you just need to really face the truth of that too. And w- I think the why we don't want to face it is because you feel really bad when you see the truth of it. 
Do you understand? But that doesn't mean in that time that you go blabbing. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? You sit with that uncomfortable feeling of how bad you were and you have to then forgive yourself. And that comes with time. But, you know, you you probably don't want to sit in that place of judging yourself because if you really looked at what you're doing, no matter how addicted you are and what like it's not it's not good. You would feel very bad. Do you understand? Maybe. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. You know, my callers, um, they love, love hearing about my open relationships. Uh-huh. Their favorite stories are the ones where I'm fucking the guys that I'm not supposed to be fucking and the ones that I have to keep secret from my husband. They love those stories. Well, listen, you could still make up those stories, can't you? <laughs> I mean, come on, it's phone sex. Can't you? You could still keep it as a fantasy because I get that that's the cheating sex fantasy, but it doesn't mean, listen, I'm sorry, you have to stop cheating on him. Maybe you need to, maybe, I don't know, your relationship. What do you think he would, how do you think he would feel if you told him the truth? Like he just told you. Like, I mean, how do you feel, how do you think he'd take it? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. How many guys have you fucked behind his back, you think? Uh, (laughs) I lost count. It's it's over 10. It's over 10. Okay. And now, do you have affairs with these guys, or is it just like sex? Oh, it's just sex. I mean, some of them, it's more more than once. Like, I fucked a couple of his band members. Oh. Um, Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible. I fucked his boss. Stop. I fucked his boss at a company, um, like, picnic thing. Like, we went behind the building. And And where was your husband? He was there mingling with people and eating. I mean, I I feel two things at this moment. I feel like I cannot fucking believe it. I feel so happy with these stories. It's just so fascinating to me. It's just like, you got to (laughs) be... kidding me you were the wrong yeah. girl to cheat on no <laughs> i'm just telling you how guys are listening to this podcast and they're calling you a whore because men are so you know like but i you know like listen you oh, have to i know men yeah men call me a whore men who are running around fucking a bunch of yeah, women behind yeah. their wives back yeah. But they're going to call me a whore because I'm doing it to my husband. Like there's a complete double standard. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. But men can't handle that. This is like this is like their biggest fear that some girl is going to do this to them. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad on every level, Paisley Brown. Listen, you have to stop. Or you I mean, you have to I just think you need to be more honest about everything. And I just think that you're afraid to look in the mirror. I, th- I really do. And I, because I think it's just going to bring on too much stuff for you. I still think you have bad, you could say you're not angry, but when you talk about that situation, you talk about it with charged emotions. You would not have, I've had guys cheat on me and I could like that guy that I went into his email and he had a new girlfriend and she was the one that he always told me to my face. Like I'm in love with her, not you. Like she was like the thorn in my side. I used to babysit for them. I babysat for them while they fucked to have another child. She became like one of my best friends. Like, you know, it's, you got to get to that place somehow. You don't need to be best friends with her, but you need to 
be okay with that situation and then you need to not be okay with your situation because oh. your situation is off the rails and you might lose <laughs> no it really is you might lose you're the remember how i said your husband's cheating is the least bad cheating like i just think there's different degrees yours is the worst i'm sorry it's the worst because you're fucking people that are sitting across from him and they know they had his wife like he could never find this stuff out you are so in danger zone right now because I, he you like listen he fucked one girl she was drunk she was kind of your friend is someone that you knew if he ever found out who you fucked there would be no fixing it there just wouldn't be his band members his boss he 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 it would ruin his life yeah, imagine he fucked your 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 ball like imagine it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know i'm such a naughty girl <laughs> but you like it but that you are addicted to the feelings of but you if i do believe you have to take all these feelings from beneath between your legs and put them where they belong like i i get that you feel horny and you feel everything but i think that if you really dealt with all this stuff you would you have enough great sex and everything in your life you do phone sex you're a cam girl you probably get off on that on some level right plus you have an open relationship where you could go and fuck other people plus your husband fucks you like what more do you need you do not need that that is serving some sort of purpose and i think it's so that you could not sort of face what you need to face because uh, and listen you say addicted like uh, to me addiction is always like we're just trying to do something over here so we don't see what's going on over there do you know what i mean so yeah that's what addiction is it doesn't mean you're a total addict but it could i believe you're doing this because you you don't want to feel what you needed to feel back then when it happened and go through those emotions. There's anger, but then there's sadness, there's denial, there's and then there's forgiveness. And you need to get to the place where you could forgive him. And then you're going to have to go through all that with yourself because eventually, I'm telling you, hopefully, okay, you better stop wishing that he will find out. You really should stop wishing for that because you you he might not stay with you. You have six kids with him. You really love him. Like everything's great. Like you don't want to lose what you have. Seriously. So you need to really face what you're doing for real. And I don't think you'd be horny for it once you really, really, really came to your true feelings about all of that. I really think that you would, it wouldn't be right. You have to let it go and you have to look at, and maybe you could get some therapy so you could really go back to that time and work through it with somebody. It could really help you. Yeah, you're right. I wonder if they have therapists that also will have sex with their clients. So then I can get sex and therapy at the same time. Oh my God. You're a fucking mess Paisley. (laughs) (laughs) what's really weird is that like you're so mad at him for cheating but you're like a professional cheater (laughs) and listen if you find a therapist that wants to fuck you like run for the hills okay you need the real deal do you want to lose your husband no do you know what's out there 
do you want like do you want to like any of these guys that you're fucking are they worthy of like are they going to come home and help you with six kids like i don't know like no you don't want to lose your husband right you're like you're you from what i get from what you say like everything's really great with him right this is a man that lets you fuck whoever you want he lets you do be a cam girl we need to still talk about that he lets you do phone sex right all of this stuff and uh and here you are doing the worst kind of cheating behind his back. It's the worst. And you're going to feel like, if you really go into the right feelings about this, you'll feel like a terrible person when you really face it. You'll feel all those feelings of like, oh my God, I've done the most. And then what you have to eventually come to is forgiveness for yourself. And then you'll really realize like, I'm not a terrible person, but I did a terrible thing. Right. And that's the process, but you can't get to that place until you, if you get, you have to go to the place before that, which is where you really feel and really face what you're doing from like the good part of you that loves your husband and see it for what it is. And if you did, did you would feel really bad and guilty. So I can't just jump to the, I'm a a good person who did a bad thing and then do another bad thing and say, I'm just a good person who did a bad thing. Uh, You can, (laughs) but that's not solving it. I think you still have to go back and you have to resolve. Like, it's very odd to me that you could be doing all this stuff without any kind of uh, sort of understanding about him and that girl back in the day, considering who you are now. It, there's so there's a major disconnect and I think you have to go back there first and I think maybe if you got into some therapy listen you have enough good sex okay and it's like funny you can make all these jokes about it and stuff but like you're getting your piece of pie as the piece of pie that's labeled sex like that's filled up like that's fucking fine for you you don't need anymore what you need is to figure out how to stop cheating on your husband or you're going to lose your husband and the only way to do that is to go back to when he cheated on you and it's not about talking to them okay it's about you figuring it out for yourself do you understand this is something you have to do within yourself you know all the situation you know everything from him and from her yeah this is something you have to resolve yourself and if you go to therapy they'll help you What's great about therapy, if you get the right therapist, is they can help you go back to when it happened and sort of re-see things and how I, you know, and and just help you in ways that nobody else can. And you need that. You need to come back to the fucking planet Earth. Like you've just left the building in a in 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 a certain way, and it's not good. And you could you lose your relationship over it. I mean, listen, you said a friend told you to call into my podcast, you know, so yeah. But do, is there a part of you that wants to stop having sex with other people behind his back? Um, sometimes, yes. And other times, no. It's, it's yeah, you're a not very, there yet. Yeah. A very weird thing. Um, there's days, there, there's periods of time where I go without fucking uh, untouchable for weeks. I've gone several weeks without being sneaky. Uh-huh. But then um, an opportunity presents itself and it's just like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> well, why can't you tell him about those situations? The one, well, the guys that I'm fucking that I can't tell him, they're, like I said, like his band members or his boss or 
people that we hang around with on a regular basis and they're supposed to be off limits. Like even though our relationship is open, we have a few little guidelines and people that we hang around with on a regular basis are off limits. Yeah. Terrible. You're terrible, Paisley. <laughs> You're a lot worse than your husband. I, know, I mean, only if I he, well, let me ask you this. How would you feel if it turned out he was doing the same thing to you? I don't, maybe he is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he got better at being sneaky and maybe he's doing the same thing. Right. How would you feel? Would you care? You, you said you might not even care at this point. I don't know. I don't know. You don't, I, you don't know. Now, when he gets jealous, like, what does he say? Like, or like, it, it, what is he, he gets jealous that you're with other guys? Like, what's his deal with, you know, the open relationship? Oh, usually it's when I come home and I'm telling him about an experience that I've had. Um, he worries that their dick was bigger than his and that they fucked me better than he fucks me. And all these just very, I don't know, man insecure things, I guess. And uh-huh. so then I have to do, I have to do the whole take care of him and tell, build him back up and tell him that he has the greatest cock and he fucks me the best and that these other guys don't really matter. And, and then he's okay. And then usually he's okay. We have like wild, crazy sex and he makes me come like a gazillion times. And then he feels all manly again. And then we go on about, about life and things are back to being good again. Right. Now, this friend that told you to call in, so, like, some people know about what you do behind his back. Like, I'm assuming this one friend of yours does, right? Right. Um, she's the only person that knows. Right. I do not tell people because <laughs> um, that's how you get caught, right? Like, yeah. If you tell people what you're doing, that's how you're going to end up getting caught. Right. But, I mean, I wonder if, like, the band guys all know that, like, or they think that they're the only one, you know? I don't know. Oh, I always try to make the guy feel like he's the only one. Right. Like, so so they, they might. They, they feel more special and empowered and whatever. And, and like, oh, I don't ever fuck guys that um, are in the music scene. Oh, but you're going to fuck me. And like, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm going to fuck you because you're so sexy. And right. you've got it going on. And it builds them up and then they fuck like crazy wild animals and it's amazing. Right. You're a professional. You know this because you're dealing with the webcam guys, right? And like the, the people who call you up, like what are they called? Your customers, clients? So I don't know. Let me ask you this. When did that, yeah. When did that start? And, uh, how did that come up, uh, come about? Oh, about a year ago. Um, so I was having, so much sex and my husband and I were just both blown away by my sex drive. I mean, back when we were having problems, we knew that I had a very, very high sex drive. Um, when we opened things up, we were both just amazed at how much sex I could have and still want more. Yeah. And so at one point, a friend who knew our relationship and knew that we had open and how much sex I was having she did webcam and phone sex, and she was just like, with as boring as you are, you can make money. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she starts telling me, 
And my mind was blown. Like, I did not even realize that people still did stuff like phone sex. I thought that that was something back. Yeah, 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 in the 80s. Yeah, totally. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And the fact that technology has advanced and now we have webcamming, like, it had not crossed my mind that that was an option for me. Mm -hmm. And so she she showed me websites and kind of helps me get my foot in the door. And I fucking love it and my husband was hoping that having this as a hobby or whatever would help keep me from having sex with so many guys all the time and it does on some level because I'm I'm, I'm still having sex with lots of guys they're just virtual now instead yeah. of physical yeah and so, I'm making money while I'm doing it how much so it, how much can you make doing that um well, when I really apply myself, I can make between 50 to $70 an hour. Right. And so like in a month, how much can you take in? I mean, you have six kids. Like you're like, it's like amazing how much you could get accomplished. But like in a month, if you did, you know, you worked a good amount of hours, how much can you take in? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, because of the schedule with the kids, I would say... I could bring in about two to three thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's great. I could, I could do more. Like I said, if of I course. didn't have six, if, if I didn't have six kids, I could bring in. You could double, triple goodness, that. Even, yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Right. Oh, yes. So just um, doing it, it on the side, you're making two an extra two or three thousand on the side, and that's both the sex, the the phone sex, and the camming. Now, could people like find you? Like, is Paisley Brown your cam name? Like, would you want to give a shout out to your name on this podcast? I don't know if that's like what you're into, because they oh, people yeah, now know be- your backstory too. They might like it. You said that these guys love the cheating stories. They might love the fact that you're just fucking all these guys. Oh, I would love if guys hear the podcast and give me a call and they can find me on Twitter. Um, they can find me on night flirt. They can find me on talk to me. Um, yeah. And under I, Paisley Brown. Yes. That's, that's, I use my name for everything. My husband and I cam on chatterbait together. Uh-huh. Um, so guys could come on there and that on chatterbait, it's Paisley and Mr. Brown. Paisley and Mr. Brown, meaning Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R, Mr. Brown? No, just M-R. Okay, so Paisley and Mr. Brown, and that's on Chatterbait, and they could see you. Do you have sex with your husband on that? Yeah. Okay, so they could see that. You don't want, though, you make sure nobody fucking outs you because you, like, you don't want anyone writing in. Like, hey, I just heard your wife on a bike because you don't want him. We might not want them to go on there because you don't want your husband to listen to this podcast. Oh. Let me take that out. Yeah. I, well, usually most of the sex work stuff that I do, he doesn't touch the computer. He doesn't interact with the customers on there i do most of the interactions okay so the chances of somebody saying something and him catching on that i've been on a show. around on him is, no 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 it's is, just that no 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 it's just that if they say something about the podcast and then he oh. listens to the episode not that they're gonna say something on there if they say oh i heard you on the podcast great episode like and then he's like goes and listens he's gonna hear all of this stuff Oh, I doubt that he doesn't like listening to podcasts. Okay. I doubt that that's something he would ever do. But okay. 
Okay. Maybe, maybe that'll be me getting busted. Who knows? You don't want to get that busted. Be, Please don't. That would be some. That would be some crazy shit, though. Yeah, but oh listen, the way you want to go out, it's called sabotage. What when you keep saying you want to get busted, that's called sabotage. Okay, let me tell you, it's like when you sabotage something, it's really bad, and you go out with your head hanging low. Let me tell you, if you can't get to the place where you feel bad about what you've done, when you see your husband cry or like and leaving you with this fucking luggage you will you will get to that place that I told you that you need to get to where you feel really horrible about yourself you don't want it to happen that way okay I promise you what you want to do is what like do this and come to terms with this with your head up high okay going through everything you need to go through by yourself there's no reason for your husband to get dragged through that like because that's going to devastate him. So you really don't want and you really want to stop saying that because that to me is like sabotage behavior and sabotage does not end well. It's not good. It's not. I've sabotaged a lot of things and it's it's not a, a good way to have any kind of resolution in a situation because sabotage is messy and dirty and bad like you will not be happy if that happens if he finds out no what you need to do is just stop doing it and resolve all this and get through all this on your own without him ever knowing because it could really end your relationship I mean would you be okay I don't know would would you be okay if you lost that husband no I wouldn't I well I mean I'd figure it out like in my shit happens and you figure it out but no I would not be okay with losing him I love him and I want I want to grow old with him right well if you do then you should probably stop I mean maybe if he found out I don't know but like I like I said maybe you that's what you need for him to find out and then you'd really face the feelings of what you did to him and how it made him feel and you might come full circle that way I don't know I personally think it would be much better if you could do all that on your own without him knowing, because I think that uh, what you've done to him is like a hundredfold, right? Like it's, he tried to cheat on you with one person. You've done all this and you've done it 10 times worse. So it's like so revengeful that it would, uh, it's just, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd feel good if you really could, if you really saw how it made him feel. I think then you would really realize how bad you were doing what you're doing, but I don't think you want to come to that place in that way. Cause it won't, it won't be good. Cause you might also not only have to deal with those feelings, but also lose your husband. Whereas the way I'm talking about it is if you do this work on your own, you could come to that place on your own and uh, fix that without him ever knowing. And you can grow old with your husband, but this is like a time bomb, especially because you keep saying like, you say it's so flippant, like you'd want to get like you want to get caught. Maybe you do. I, when you allow for that to go out there, it's it's it will happen eventually. And I don't think you want it to. I mean, it would make for a good episode. But <laughs> oh. Well, if it happens, I will definitely let you know. So yeah, we can, we can have another conversation about it. And I'll let you put the salt in the wound and do the whole I told you so. Doesn't this really suck? <laughs> no, I don't like to do that. I would still be there for you at that place too, and we'll figure it out. But no, oh, I don't. You're, wa- you're such an amazing person. I love that you have this whole um, 
nothing is really right or wrong yeah. mentality, that it's just based on your own morals. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of people out there that have that. And it's such a good view um, for handling things. Like, there really isn't a right or wrong, but you're right. The fact that I struggle with um, feeling like, I don't know, some kind of feelings, then it's obvious that I need to work on it. Yeah, something's wrong. There's a disconnect in you. And, you know, I really did just expect to call you and you'd be like, well, you're just a crazy bitch and funny. (laughs) And, And I don't know. I thought, I just really thought the conversation would go different. But I love that you've been encouraging me to get some counseling. And for some reason, that was just not something I've really thought about doing. Oh, my God. It would be so good for you. It really would. I I guess I thought that this was my therapy. The fucking other men that I'm not supposed to be fucking, like, I justified it as this is my therapy. This is how I'm dealing with it. But you're right. I'm just using that as a way to stuff my feelings down and I'm going to have to face that at some point. Yeah, face it. And if you go into therapy, you face it with somebody else helping you and, and like holding your hand through the process. And that's what's really great. And that's why it really works because they go back with you and they work with it, work with you to go through it. You listen, it's five years later. Like I said, you need to get past it and beyond it. Nothing's going to change in your life. You still have all this great stuff. You're just not going to. And I, I really believe that when you get to the other side and you could come clean with all that stuff and you could forgive him and then forgive yourself, you won't be feel like you're missing anything. I know that you feel like you're, you'll be missing something now because that itch that you scratch is so fucking good. But I promise you when you take a different view of this and really go into it seriously, right? And really look at stuff and, and help yourself move past what you went through. You will not feel that itch and you won't need to scratch it so there will be nothing missing it'll be everything you have now and everything will still be great and it won't feel like a loss though I know it seems like it will it won't right and I've had enough experience with it that like you said I can be creative and do fantasy with customers because I've done it so many times like yeah it'll still feel it'll still feel genuine it'll still feel um I don't know. Hot. Yeah, realistic. Yeah, because yeah, you know still be you sexy could be hot because yeah. because I've done it enough. But yeah. I guess if if guys want to get in on talking to me before I quit, they they need to call and yeah, you need to call soon. Paisley Brown. Wait, but do you have a number you want to give out? Well, I don't have a number. So they go on they to can. these places, and that's why they get contact you. So how would they? They want to do phone sex with you, right? What? Where do they go? Uh-huh. Well, go to nightflirt.com forward slash Paisley Brown. Okay. That's one place. That's where I do camming through them. I do phone sex through them. Oh, okay, cool. And then talktome.com uh-huh. forward slash women forward slash Paisley Brown or Paisley dash Brown forward slash. That's another place. That is um, talk to me. They don't have a lot of rules. And so if somebody wants to get like extra dirty, that's the place to call because they don't have any age limit for what we discuss right. or rules on talking about race or any other kinks that some of the websites have limitations. Right. So what's that one again? Talk The talk to me one? Yeah. It's talktome.com. Right. 
So all of my information is on my Twitter. Okay, and the Twitter and is Paisley Brown. Is that just your Twitter handle? It's Paisley Brown one one. I give. I'll write it in the uh, the description. I'll also when I do your intro, I'll give your information then too. Because sometimes people like check out later. I don't know. You'll get a lot of people from this episode. I'm sure of it. Well, that would be that would be super great. And I'm gonna throw like if they let me know that they heard me from, on the podcast. Yeah. I'll send them like a a photo set that's going to be very specific just for people who call and tell me that they they heard me on the podcast. So they just got to say, I heard you on the Strictly Anonymous podcast and you'll give them a sexy, you'll send them some sexy photos. Yes. Um, Thanks so much for calling in. I really believe that you're going to get a lot more out of this episode when you listen back to it. Wait, just wait and see. It's very, there's something about listening to your story as a third person that might give you a different perspective. Maybe not. I don't know if you're ready for it, but I, I, if you are, I think you might get even more when you, from this podcast, when you listen to it back. Well, I sure look forward to doing that. Okay, cool. Let me know how you feel about it when you do. Good luck with everything. (laughs) You'll have to keep me posted. I'll be checking up on you at the end of this this year when I do my update shows to make sure you haven't been busted yet. Get yourself into some fucking (laughs) therapy and then we'll talk again, okay? Sounds great, hon. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in, Paisley. Bye. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.